good morning. It's Brian of London. I'm here in my forest in Tel Aviv, Bereshit Forest, with my little coffee and a glass of water. Let's see. This could be a very dangerous podcast for me. <laughs> Thanksgiving and indigenous. Uh, let's see how this. Let's see how this goes. So I'm not American, as anybody who's ever heard me can tell. I grew up in Great Britain, and I moved to Israel 10 years ago. Uh, I've experienced one American Thanksgiving. I was in America for Thanksgiving once. Uh, I had the whole meal thing. Um, and as a national holiday, I think it's a fantastic one. Uh, and this morning, I kind of, I don't know, I got sent a couple of videos. I watched one of Mark Dice's videos. Uh, and then I watched a Mayim Bialik video that he had extracted one sentence from and put into his video. And I'm going to fall somewhere between the two. I mean, I like Mark Dice. I think most of the time he's talking sense. And, and he was sort of drawing out whether, and Trump had said, whether there's, there is a war on Thanksgiving. And I think that there is, because I think that the, the sort of left-wing elements that are trying to run the culture in America are trying to destroy national identity and nationalism. And one part of American national identity is the Thanksgiving story. Uh, and the, the version with the pilgrims and everybody sitting down and having a meal together with the Indians, and I'm gonna call them Indians for this, uh, that is a, is a unifying story of America. I, I, as far as I understand it, it may be based on some fact, but it was definitely injected into the, the the consciousness of America by Abraham Lincoln after the Civil War. That's that's my understanding. Um, now, what Mark Dice pulled from my Bialik's video, uh, which was a six-minute video from two years ago, where she just talked about Thanksgiving in general and the food, and because she's vegetarian, and, and then she just had one line saying she can't sit down without thinking about the genocide of the Indians, and. There's obviously an element of that because America is a settler colonial project. That's what it is. Now, it's had hundreds of years now to establish and develop its own, what I would call now indigenous culture for America. I mean, the, the, the cultures of America, the, the states' cultures, the, the, these are now firmly planted. They have what we, what in the parlance of indigenous uh, studies, which is a problematic area for a whole nother reason, they would have rights of long-standing presence. But yes, there are tribes, Cherokee and, and all the others, the, the Mohican, whatever. I, I'm not an expert on this, you know. I'm not an expert specifically on American and Native Americans, Indians, First Nations, call them what you, call them what you will. My, my friend Ryan Bellarose, who is my sort of, my mentor in terms of indigenous rights, he's a native, Canadian, but he does, wouldn't call himself that. He would either call himself First Nations or, as he said in a tweet this week, he's going up north to spend time with Indians. That's what he said in his tweet. So let's not get hung up about terms. But yes, there were native people living in America who were displaced and killed uh, and whose cultures were somewhat or completely, in some cases, eradicated by the arrival of Europeans into America. 
undeniable. You can't get around that. Now, what I would like look at is what happened next. What, what, what did the culture that arrived there produce? And I think it has produced one of the most amazing civilizations that man has ever seen. It's the one, you always gotta look, which way are the rafts going? Are people trying to get into America or to get out of America? Even when all those celebrities say they're gonna leave when Trump is elected, do they? No, none of them go to Canada. Or, you know, they're still sitting there in Hollywood bitching and moaning and making stupid videos. Um, America's created something amazing. Uh, it's created a vision of freedom and of personal responsibility and personal ownership and, and the civilization that's created on its land is a massive achievement. Yes, it is a settler colonial state. Having said that, of course, I'm in Israel, which is the opposite, which is a reaffirmation of an indigenous identity, an identity that grew up here. The Jewish identity grew up on this land of Israel. So when Jews never left, but when more Jews came back and reestablished the state for Jewish values, for Jewish culture, there are always these five components I talk about with indigenous rights. Uh, land, language, culture, blood, and spirituality. We, we have all of that with, with indigenous. And this is part of the, the sort of UN definition of indigenousness. But the trouble is that, that all of these indigenous studies, um, it's part of the social sciences which has been captured by the left. So even the, the textbook definition of who is an indigenous person or indigenous peoples actually includes a tiny little caveat that, that would remove Jews living in Israel from their category because it says once an indigenous people have achieved self-determination on their own land they cease to be indigenous that's bullshit now America definitely has a problematic founding uh, and then it has all of those years of slavery but what I continuously point out to people which is much more important than slavery or much more important than the fact that it is a set uh, the, the it was founded and settled by colonists from overseas who then just developed the heck out of it, you know, invented stuff, brought that into the, 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 the body politic. What's more important is that they abolished slavery. The British abolished slavery. They, they, they're the ones who actually stopped slavery. All of those cultures, every, almost every culture of human on, that's ever existed has had slavery in one form or another. What's unique about what flows from the Judeo-Christian tradition is that we abolish slavery. Jews sort of legislated it out of existence by making it a pain in the ass to hold slaves. And Nate, Nate, following on from that, America and, then, and Britain with its massive navy, they drove around the world abolishing slavery for the world. That's an achievement of, of epic proportions. And that, as far as I'm concerned, more than cancels out the, the, the history that they had slaves. It's, it's not what they did in the past. Everybody's too hung up. This is the whole problem with this cult, cancel culture. It's like, who is the person now? What are they expressing now? Are they regretful for anything they did wrong? Huh, Corbyn, no. Um, do they recognize these things? And have they moved on and developed and produced a better system than was there before? And that, as far as I'm concerned, America has. America's produced it. 
in spades and so yeah they have every right to be thankful for what they've got and every right to give thanks for what they do and um, give thanks for President Trump tweeting out an obviously anti-communist meme of his head photoshopped onto the body of Sylvester Stallone at the time when he was beating Russians to a pulp. Talk about anti-Russian meme. Anyway. Anyway, that's about it for the Thanksgiving stuff. Uh, maybe I'll do another video soon. It's Brian of London here, um, getting ready for a nice weekend in Israel. The weather is gorgeous. It's warm and sunny, but not too warm. And I think we might be heading for some rain, which we all would like to see. Shabbat Shalom and uh, thanks for viewing. Bye.